Hello, hello, and welcome to Talking Female Health with Amy and Lisa. I'm Lisa Yara, and I'm here with Amy Connor, my lovely co-host. And we are both um, women's health specialists trained in all kinds or everything related to women's or female pelvic health. And we thought that there are so many discussions and conversations to be had. I mean, we find ourselves to be in conversation all the time about uh, dark and taboo topics like, why is it important how you poo in the bathroom, how you poop in the bathroom? And uh, yeah, we thought that you might be interested in why that is. Uh, so we decided to create this podcast. And uh, in case you ever have got any question to something with regards to something that we share or also uh, just some topic that you are interested in that you've never heard someone speak about, please send us messages. We would love to discuss the topics that you are most excited about or interested in. And with this, hi, Amy, maybe you would like to also welcome our listeners and viewers. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here and to be creating this with you. And as Lisa just said, we are here to address the taboo and to really change the narratives or challenge the narratives around women's health and well-being, because there's a lot of misconception and mistruths out there that are doing more harm than good. So one of the things that we want to bring to light in this in our discussions is probably what you to challenge the way you think about things and to bring things to the light and really just have fun and informative discussions and as Lisa said we'll be talking about poop and everything else so really really excited to start this journey and I'll just start by telling you a little bit about myself so I am I have to think about this I'm 38 years old and I am <laughs> I'm a dog mum to two I'm married to Tom and my journey into this wonderful world of health and well-being for women really started as I think many's do with my own personal experience of ill health and disease and really just struggling for decades with my own menstrual health um my digestive health like everything really um because everything affects everything if you've got a physical illness it's going to affect your mental um health as well so yeah and really just going through my own journey and learning things the hard way as they say and I was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2016 and I had a hysterectomy in the same year and yeah just really passionate about supporting others through these experiences and to have the conversations that need to be had like I always think about the work that I do as being that person that I wish I'd met when my world was falling apart and I was really struggling with my health and I'd lost my womb and just feeling the lowest of the low so that's really where I'm coming from just to be the person to be the source that I needed haven't got all the answers but um 
you know, just to be there for other others that are experiencing similar because there are so many women that Lisa and I speak to that are going through very similar challenges, but there's just no space being held for them or conversations being had around their experiences. So that's me. And Lisa, would you like to give us a little bit more about yourself? Thank you. Yeah. And uh, you're speaking to something like we don't have the absolute truth either, but we have some ideas of how you can think to think and work through how you can find your own truth in this and a way of living and doing things that works for you so that you feel supported so that you enjoy your life. Because, I mean, we've got just one precious life and everything around us is set up to belittle and shame us and make life not worth living. So the greatest revolution that we can actually take is by turning within and being as inwardly free and liberated as we can be. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so... Uh, my journey began in 2017, I'd say, where I hit my rock bottom. Um, I was, I had severe OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, anorexia, orthorexia. For those of you who don't know, that's the obsession with healthy eating, where healthy is whatever my brain makes to be healthy. It's not objectively healthy. Um, and I went into a mental health clinic for three months because I, I knew it couldn't go on like this, but I didn't want to give up. So something needed to change. And in that clinic, I found that hmm, at the end, everyone called me co-therapist. So there was something about me and listening to them and being in conversation with them that supported them on their journey. And I was like, hmm, maybe I should overthink my uh, career in finance and instead do something with people. And now I find myself several years later, having gone through a long journey, um, getting to know or acquainted with my own cycle, first with the moon cycle, then with my menstrual cycle, uh, with my body, so that now I'm at a place where I can say I have made peace with my body, I've started befriending my body, I understand what she's telling me. Um, not always, of course, but <laughs> I have a fairly good idea. <laughs> and uh, really getting into this sphere of women's or female health because um, it's so overlooked and underrated. There is little to no research. Menopause is still seen as a disease mm -hmm. or even called a disease by medical professionals menstrual health challenges considered the norm rather than a common experience that is not normal. Um, and yeah, that's why I'm so passionate about supporting women and non-binary menstruators to really reclaim this power that lives inside of their body, especially in the cycles. And um, by that, withdrawing from these oppressive structures that are all around us mm -hmm. and turning within and finding other like-minded people so that we can go on a path of the quiet revolution. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, I got all the jingles when you were talking then. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's so, been away. Yeah. 
So this is actually also my hope for this podcast. And maybe mm. Amy, you can speak to that in a moment, but really that you as the listener or as the watcher understand that there is power in your body, that there is magic in your body, that it's something to team up with rather than what we are often led to believe another thing we have to take care of that becomes another responsibility or liability uh, that is very often uncomfortable. We often don't feel safe in our body because it can be exploited. It can be misused. It can be abused. It can feel hard with all sorts of big emotions taking place. Um, and so we or like I really hope this to be um, a place of solace where you can return to your own wisdom and start learning about your body and the processes that are going on inside and find out for yourself what's healthy for you mm. not some kind of objective healthy because I'm not sure that exists yeah yeah How about you yeah like absolutely and and for me as well, one of my intentions and hopes for this podcast is that it brings the listeners hope because there is so much bullshit that we are told about our bodies, about the female body in particular. You know, you've touched on menopause and <clears throat> the, the narratives that we're given are so toxic and negative that it's, it's, it's a struggle. And it's so easy when you're in that place of, you know, struggling with your health in whatever way that is, you have little resources because you're using the resources that you have to focus on getting yourself better. And when you're in that place of needing support and needing additional resources, when you reach out to other avenues for support and all you're getting told is the negatives you know whether that's social media searching on google listening to daytime tv um you know you're, you're getting told these narratives that you're doomed like this is it mm -hmm. this is what the women's body does and this is how bad it is and you know periods are painful sex are painful we're not we're not meant to have pleasure um <clears throat> menopause is the beginning of the end all of these things that we're told you know I, I have a, a young niece and she she didn't want to start her menstrual cycle because she mm. saw it as a burden like an inconvenience it's going to be painful and you know when I look at her and think well yeah because that's all she's witnessed mm -hmm. she's witnessed the women in our family struggle or not all the women but you know you only really talk about it if you're struggling with it so um you know so really one of my big intentions for this podcast is that it gives you hope to start to as lisa said like go within to the wisdom of the body understand how your body works and what it needs and really start to plant those seeds that you are amazing and your body is amazing you are capable of wonderful and amazing creative things sometimes we just have to take a step back unlearn and relearn 
And I really hope that the conversations that we have in this podcast are a catalyst to that for those who are listening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it can also be a really lonely process if you're experiencing something that is embarrassing, a a taboo topic, um, Mm -hmm. and you don't have a support network around you that, that are open to having these conversations with you. Like, as Lisa said earlier on, reach out to us like we will happily have a conversation between ourselves around what's coming up for you whatever that is and give you nuggets of advice and different ways of seeing and viewing that situation that hopefully are going to give you that hope that you need to really fall in love with yourself because I think, you know, from my own personal journey, when I first started, you know, back when I was completely resentful of my body, out of love with it, it was this huge burden that I had to, like, literally, like, lug around. May I ask, you say you were out of love, was that, do you ever remember a time when you were in love with your body before you went on that journey? Because I've asked myself that question, and I was like, hmm. (laughs) That's that's a really interesting question. And I have asked myself that as well. And I think that there was a time because I list I the other thing that the listeners need to know is that I have nieces and nephews that I call my nibblings that I mm. worship and I learned so much from them. And you know, my nib my youngest nibblings are seven months and three years old. Mm. And they love themselves. Hmm. they've got no hang-ups about their appearance their body so I I don't remember a time Mm -hmm. where I loved myself but I know it was there and you know I am I'm so thankful to my nibblings because observing them connecting with them learning from them has helped me remember that there must have been that time when you know, I didn't feel that I had to hide my belly or, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't have to look or act in a certain way to be accepted and lovable. Um, Yeah, so that's a really, really good question because I don't remember it, but I know that it was there mm-hmm. and I could reconnect to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, really good question, Lisa, because I... I was I was so disconnected from everything and now I am so grateful for my body you know I I celebrate it even when it's been difficult you know like even Mm. when things are happening I'm thinking okay so why what's the message here what why is this happening what do I need to do what do I need to learn from this experience how can I honor my body like and and the wisdom that she has because you know she's she's a portal to so much deep wisdom and knowledge that I never knew I had mm-hmm. um yeah so that those are my hopes and dreams and intentions for this podcast yeah and I want to add to the piece of hope and we we hope that this mm-hmm. is going to bring you hope but mm-hmm. also belief the belief that you are capable of getting there you 
because that's what we often the message that we get is there's nothing you can do you just have yeah. to accept the way it yeah. is you've just lost the child just accept it yes. get over it oh God, you yeah. are in menopause and experiencing symptoms just get over it mm -hmm. everyone has to go through this yeah. and and this this leaves us in a feeling of immense powerlessness mm -hmm. and i don't think there is any worse feeling than one of powerlessness and we hope that this is going to give you the necessary conviction that you indeed have agency and power personal power from within in your life to yeah redesign your life in a way that suits you and that you're allowed to do that yeah yeah giving you permission yeah yeah oh that feels good so i think um this is quite a good introduction for us mm, yeah and yeah we hope that you will reach out with whatever's on your heart we are here for as amy shared conversations between the two of us on topics you are interested in but we're of course also open for conversations with you mm. <laughs> uh, in our emails or um, direct messages or wherever you contact us so feel free to reach out uh, i'm like my personal preference is email It's lisa at lisa-yara.com and I will leave that in the show notes for sure. You can find more out more about me on my website and I'm also infrequently active on Instagram and Facebook. But if you want to make sure to reach me, send me an email. Yeah. How about you, Amy? Where can people find you? Yeah, I'm the same. I am slowly distancing myself from social media, but I do have An Instagram account which is at vagina truth bomb and my email is amy at vagina truth bomb.com amazing so with all of that mm. have a lovely day everyone yeah and speak to you next time see you next time bye <laughs>